What is going on guys and welcome back to another episode of the Physique Archive. So I am coming to you from Tampa, Florida. I'm just going to jump right into this episode. It's going to be kind of an update where I'm at, what I've been up to, um, and talk about the transition into self-coaching. So um, lots of questions I got on that. So I just want to go ahead and address it uh, and then leave it there. So welcome back, buckle up, and let's go ahead and just dive right in. So uh, I left Vermont, uh, came down to Florida. We had the Pro Physique experience, which was phenomenal. Uh, lots of awesome clients uh, that showed up, and it was a wonderful, wonderful time. So uh, after that, uh, we did have the Clash. So the Clash was in Orlando. Awesome show put on by Joe Pishkula, uh, who's a great promoter, does a lot for the athletes, and it was a very enjoyable time. Um, Paul actually had Kathy, who won the overall uh, in open bikini. She looked phenomenal, so that was really exciting to be a part of. Um, and I had clients that have competed in multiple different shows throughout this time. So it is deep in contest prep uh, and competition season. So I've been focused on kind of my prep, taking that over and going into paying attention to you know, my clients as we go forward, that is where my emphasis is, not necessarily so much on content, which you guys have noticed asking me about when are the next episodes going to come out. So I'm sorry, uh, it's been a whirlwind and actually right now I'm recording remotely um, through Anchor where I've just got my headphones plugged in here. So I hope the sound quality is all right uh, as I don't have my microphone here with me. But um, going into next step type stuff. Um, I've been here for a little bit. Uh, we've gone to a couple shows. Again, it is deep in competition season. My girl Kat took the wellness overall at the Charlotte Cup. That is Team Pro Physique's first overall wellness winner. So kudos to you, Kat. Very excited for you and what is to come for you. Also had Leah, um, who placed third, but she looked phenomenal. Her conditioning was in um, her stage presence. Her posing, everything was on point. So incredibly proud of her. Um, outside of that, we've had clients competing at the Emerald Cup, the Vancouver Open. Um, Carla, who did her first show, um, got first place in uh, Masters 40 plus in first place in Masters 35 plus um, at the John Kemper Classic. So a lot of really awesome things just happening right now. I'm very excited for what is to come. And of course, with that team of just phenomenal athletes, I could not be more excited to step on stage for myself. But that being said, um, you know, I did transition at the beginning of April uh, when I would, did not meet that deadline to be ready for Clash um, to kind of taking over the reins. I didn't want it to be on anybody else with the package that I brought, how I felt about that. Um, and I've been doing this for long enough. I have enough data on myself, guys. Um, since 2018, I've been tracking literally everything on myself. As I went through my master's program at the University of South Florida, I've done lots of research studies. I've got lots of Excel sheets just on everything because I track 99.9% .9 of the time. So being able to assess trends, what I do and don't respond to, and knowing my body well enough, you know, again, this year is a big year uh, for me as far as what I want to do with competing. Uh, because after this year, and I've mentioned this a couple times, I am going back to school for a two-year program, um, and it will take up a good amount of my time. So that means competing will be off the table for a good amount of time, um, and I just want to give it my all, give it my best. And again, the outcome or, you know, the feedback, I don't want it to be on anybody else's shoulders. I've had great mentors um, and I have no bad blood with anyone. I just need to throw that out there. Um, you know, Dylan is a phenomenal person. He's a great coach. Um, I just needed to be where I wanted to be and what made me proud. 
um, and what was going to make me excited. So uh, that's that's the reason for the transition. Again, there's no bad blood there, and I'm very blessed to be <clears throat> around some of the best minds in the industry. So when it comes to, you know, if I have protocols that I'm not sure of, I'll ask. You know, I'll get a second opinion. I'll ask somebody that I trust. Um, and, you know, Paul has worked with me since... 2016, 17. Um, and so, you know, if I ever am like, am I being crazy? Um, am I missing something? Do I need to chill out? Um, I can ask him and I know that he'll be very honest with me. So, you know, right now I'm just continuing to focus on being as objective as possible with myself. So I submit check-ins just like I have my clients submit check-ins. I crop my head out of it. I assess uh, the data, I assess the biofeedback, I assess how I feel and, and the response that I'm seeing and then I literally do the exact same thing outside of actually shooting a video back to myself. Uh, but I do make the right adjustments and again, if it's something that I'm unsure of, I'll get a second opinion. Um, and since then, I'll say I've made a good amount of progress. I'm very happy with the progress that I've seen this month um, since kind of taking the reins of it and I'm very excited for what is to come. Um, so I'm just going to continue to stay very diligent, very disciplined in that, um, and continue to move forward because that's all you can do, right? You don't get to choose, you know, where do you lose body fat and how fast do you lose body fat and where you're going to store it. And every prep truly is incredibly different. But for me, you know, one of the biggest things is I remember when I started competing and I was like 94 pounds on stage, right? If you look at my junior nationals pictures, um, right now being a couple pounds off, I'd, um, I'm 119 uh, right now. Uh, probably need to get to 117 to be completely dialed in. Uh, but again, you have to look at what they're awarding on the stage as well, and they really don't aren't awarding right now. And it's get it's early in the year, um, and so sometimes over the timeline of the year, things will get a little bit more. Um, extreme as far as conditioning, but for now, uh, it seems that they're going with that really full, yes, you've got nice lines and balance and symmetry, but they really don't like that super conditioned look. Um, and so that's something that I am going to come in a little bit fuller than I would like, um, still have all my lines and just still make sure I'm balanced. And then we're in a good, a good place. And again, more than what the judges think, more than what they're awarding, I want to bring a package that I'm proud of. That is the number one important thing to me. Um, I want to make sure that I feel my best in my skin and with the package that I'm presenting that day because as athletes, we can set these expectations that we're going to win or we're going to get that pro card or we're going to take the overall or whatever it might be. And I do know that there are coaches out there that will put a lot of pressure on their athletes, but the number one and the most important thing to me personally is how I feel on that stage and what package I'm bringing and how I present that. And so as long as I'm right there with what I want, you know, then I'll jump on the stage. And I've been very, you know, clear about that. I'm not going to step on stage if I'm not ready, if I don't feel ready. Um, and that was just another issue being told I was ready when I was not ready and I didn't feel ready and it wasn't the package that I wanted to bring. You know, that was something that I had an issue with. But um, again, you know, I would just want to take over and make sure that no matter what uh, happens, I feel my best that day, that it is my day. I've worked my ass off for it. Um, I've took the time off. I've built the muscle. I have the shape. Again, I'm going to be tentatively about 117 pounds on stage. Um, and where I started <laughs> years ago, 
uh, I was 94 pounds. And so that's incredible. Uh, and again, it doesn't happen overnight. I think a lot of people get lost in the instant gratification part of the sport and what they want to see, the new line, the new low, um, and not necessarily focused on improving. And this is where I really push my clients. I tell them all the time, track that logbook and beat that thing to death, right? Hold yourself accountable in the gym. Hold your performance accountable. Now, that doesn't mean you're always going to be able to progressively overload. So context dependent, you do need deloads, you need times to break away from volume. There's only so much volume that you can tolerate, but uh, you should have some type and some form of accountability when you're in the gym. That is incredibly important. And so staying focused on that, especially in the uncomfortable times like your off season where you're gaining weight and you're, you know, adding food in, which is necessary and gaining weight is absolutely necessary. Um, you know, having something to focus on. And for me, that was strength. And I've still tried to keep it through prep. I, I will say, um, I'm very happy with the amount of strength I've retained in the progressive overload I've been able to hit um, in a deficit, you know, and that comes down to nutrient timing. And I don't care. I truly am not someone that's like a big foodie, which I think is a benefit to me uh, at some points um, because I don't get food focused. I don't care about macro hoarding or saving food for, you know, a specific time. Like I'm more focused on my performance. And I've had days where I'll literally make sure I have all of my carbs or I'll say like 80% of them pre-workout just to make sure I make it through a leg day. Like I care more about that and how I feel in the gym than I do about being hungry later. Um, and I will say just like kind of as an update right now, I am at a point where it doesn't matter what I do. I am starving all the time, right? And you will hit this point where you're just hungry all the time. Um, and you might not see things change. Like I've been like insatiable for like three or four days. Uh, I had a big drop <laughs> and then I've been stable, right? And I know another drop is coming. And so this is where a lot of people get frustrated and be like, well, fuck it. If I'm not going to hit a new low, I might as well just indulge in this or do that, right? And we can kind of convince ourselves that we need more than we actually need or that we need, you know, to just fuck off and do something stupid when you know if you just stay consistent, it's going to happen. And so that's kind of where I'm at. I do uh, respond. And this is where it's important to pay attention to the client's biofeedback. Some people will respond to, you know, linear progressions and, and dropping food and keeping refeeds in. Um, I am very adaptive, very, very adaptive. So, um, you know, for me, I need kind of aggressive drops and pushes and then I need, you know, recovery days. And so as I've taken over, I've implemented that, right? I'll do, you know, three or four days of just an aggressive push and then two or three days of pulling back and recovering. And typically after I pull back, recover and dive right back into a push, you know, I've been able to see a good amount of progress every single time. So again, this is why it's important to not just track data, but actually pay attention to the dose response relationship of yourself or your client or, you know, whatever it is, right? Because people respond to different methods. And that's why I don't believe in only one approach. Someone asked me this on my story, are you anti X? And I'm like, I'm not anti anything. I am pro what works best for my clients and how to do that in the most responsible way. If we're doing that, then I'm I'm literally willing to try just about anything as long as it does not compromise their health um, or the integrity of myself and my coaching. Like I will, you know, collaborate with clients and listen to them and their feedback and what it is that they feel, but also be, you know, the, the guiding ship that they need and educate them along the way and understand why we're doing what we're doing. Um, so that at the end of the day, they understand the process and we're getting to the end result in the best way possible. So again, um, you know, just paying attention to myself, looking at my data, what do I respond to, how adaptive I am, 
um, you know, how I feel in my own biofeedback, I've been able to make these calls. And again, if ever I'm like, oh, I just need to keep pushing, keep pushing. I have people that be like, okay, you need actually a break. Like you need to chill the fuck out. So again, like everybody has blind spots. And as you get closer and closer and closer to show day, which I am getting closer and closer uh, to my tentative deadline, it becomes a lot harder to be objective with yourself, right? You get to this point, especially when you're depleted, where you look and feel like mental, uh, like mental, uh, you are mental, um, but you look and feel like melted candle wax, right? That's what I like to say. You just look soft. It looks like you've, you've gained weight. You just don't have that fullness, that vascularity, that definition, those lines, right? They tend to fade when you're flat. Um, and so adding carbs in and understanding, you know, that you need that in order to fill out and be tight. Uh, but when you're pushing through those last couple pounds and you're depleted, um, those, that look is gonna, is gonna happen and you're gonna feel behind, um, when you're actually just super close, right? Two to three pounds. And so as I get closer to that stage and where I'm at and knowing that I'm like right there, it's just that last little bit, which is always going to be the hardest to come off. It's just a part of the process. And again, understanding that, um, and, and being willing to understand that the end goal is worth the sacrifice. A lot of people can't deal with hunger, hunger pains or lack of sleep um, or being food focused or not being able to say no uh, to certain things. You have to remind yourself why you're doing this in the first place. Um, and so this is a journey for me. I'm really excited. I'm very proud of myself for how I'm doing so, so far, uh, but it is still early, right? It's only been about a month. Um, since I've kind of taken this over, but again, the progress that I'm seeing, I'm very happy with, um, down over an inch on my waist, down a few pounds from where I left off four pounds total in about four weeks. So a good rate of progress, which is what we want to see half a pound to a pound a week to retain lean body mass, especially as you get leaner, you know, paying attention to those trends is important. So again, I just look at myself. I assess the biofeedback. I ask for a second opinion when I need one. I have someone to talk me off a ledge when I'm having a day. Um, and then you just continue to show up and keep moving. So um, again, I'm not going to make this the longest podcast ever, uh, but I did want to give you guys an update as to where I'm at, what's going on. And hopefully, you know, I'll be talking to you guys super soon, but um, any specific topics that you guys want covered, feel free to message me. I've got a list running uh, and hopefully once I'm back with a solid mic, I hope this quality is okay. Um, but once I'm back with a solid mic in a solid situation, which will be soon, I will be back on the podcast game. So thank you guys for tuning in and listening and I'll talk to you soon.